Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode TB12. Yes, episode sir. Episode 12. <laughs> uh, we're back. We're all live still. No corona yet. Um, I'm Trey, joined as always by Dylan, Tucker, and Cam. What's going on, boys? What up? Just living the dream. All right. So let's jump into our winners and our losers this week. We'll start off with losers. So, Cam, you're a loser for a wild reason this week. You were voted the most likely to get Corona, which I think was an all-time upset. I said it was Dylan. Uh, turns out Dylan didn't have to pick up LeMay. Yeah, so, so you're, I guess. You're, you're clean for now. You were going to get banned from the studio, I according know. to my mother. <laughs> but, uh, Cam, it, it, the, the fans think you're doomed. What's going on down there, man? Yeah. Um, the more I, I thought about it afterwards, at first I was like, you know what, I'm fine, I'm not worried. The more I thought about it afterwards, I might get it. I very well could. I'm going to be on the move a lot. I'm going to be, you know, doing a lot of different things. Go to a school with a lot of people. I don't know what they're doing. We got spring break coming up. I think it is very possible. We've already talked about canceling class or uh, making all of our classes online. So I know that University of Florida right next door already did that starting today. They moved all their classes online, so I'm sure we're not too far off from that. We had one of my teachers today give a little lecture, like protocol, what, what to do if that happens, when everything's going to be due. So it's pretty crazy. I've never, you know, lived through something like this. Uh, if I get it, I get it. It's a story. So um, you I'll were, take myself yeah, you as were, a winner you, and a loser. You were saying um, you want to get it. You're like, give it to me. Yeah, because I don't know how this works, but if I get it, can I get it again after I overcome it? I don't think so. I don't know. Dylan, you're the science guy. Can you get it again? Uh, I don't think you can get the same virus again, right? If I get it, I want it now. And if everybody's getting it, give it to me. I mean, we're we're all pretty healthy people, so I think we'd be okay if any of us got it. But I'd probably have it right now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, all right, and our other losers. Tucker and I, the McNinch Cousins, we last week talked a little March Madness. We talked about uh, which teams we thought we could make a, a run. Big losses this week for both Maryland and UNC. Uh, Maryland, I, I thought they were better than they are. I still think they have a shot to make a push maybe, but uh, you don't you don't like to see those type of losses. Tucker, what about your uh, UNC uh, pick? Yeah, I mean, looked awful in that game. Watched a little bit of it. It was pretty bad. Um, but you know what? It was a get-right game. It got them in the right mindset going into a big tournament game. And they basically didn't play the second half, so they're going to be well-rested. <laughs> that, that's a waste to take. <laughs> I said that Duke was going to beat them. So Don't I, try. I should be on the winner's list because I said Duke would beat them. But. Um, so, our winners. The controversial topic of Cam's uh, discipline has gone basically the audience voted that cam should retain his point i just like to say this is a gross miscarriage of justice i feel like we're back in 95 with the oj verdict that just means there's nothing you can just do whatever you want now on this podcast you can miss how many episodes you want doesn't matter no consequences just miss it and whatever i almost called out today because there was no consequences for it exactly yeah, no, Tucker, take take four weeks off. Who cares, you know? It, it doesn't matter anymore. But, Cam, you're liberated, so uh, how you feeling? I feel great. Um, I just think it shows how much you care about our audience's opinion, actually. Because you said, you know, it's all up to our audience. They're our biggest fans. But then you go ahead and turn around and, and flip the switch on them. I think they understood the situation. I don't think you can just st- not come whenever you want. If this was a different situation where Tucker wasn't feeling well today, he's not in the hospital, he just needed a little extra sleep, doesn't feel like drinking, I think everyone had been like, suck it up and get, take away a point. But I think they understood the situation, and um, yeah, I think we can just move on from it at this point. And if it comes um, up, so you're, so you're not you're not against losing a point if it's warranted, but you think you weren't Absolutely. warranted. Absolutely. So uh, so it's okay. it's warranted. It's not warranted that you went to a basketball game. This is, we're already we're, we're, rehashing. we're rehashing. No, we don't have to go. The, the audience decided. They decided. It's fine. It's fine. Tucker. Uh, breaking news: Bills just signed Josh Norman. 
Pretty sure that happened much earlier today, but yeah. Wow, sorry. <laughs> but, um, it's just all heard it here first. Wait so I will say something to our audience. Screw our audience, you know. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go bad boy. I don't like our audience. Listen, I don't think half the people that voted for this even listen to the episode. They don't know what's going on. They just like to interact on Twitter. They just like to get little like- Twitter, little Twitter fingers out there. Screw our audience. Screw all of you. All right. I don't like you guys. You listen. You gotta. You gotta hold us accountable, and you're not doing it. All right. So screw you guys. I'm. I'm turning heel. I'm I'm anti waste to take audience. I don't like you guys no more. It's a great way to bring fans up, <laughs> fan numbers up. All right, uh, Cam, you're also a winner this week because ETSU they're currently in their uh, conference championship right now, are they not? Up double digits, about five minutes left. Yeah. Wow. So that's your team. You 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 you're calling it right here. That could be another win for Cameron. So the big winner this week, Dylan, his second point on the waste to take of the week. Number two, climbing the ladder. Excellent take. Excellent take. As soon as you delivered this take, stuff started getting canceled all over the place. I was one step ahead. Things are getting canceled left, right, and center. We just found out uh, a couple hours ago, maybe an hour ago, that the St. Paddy's Day parade in Boston canceled. So these mass what? events. Oh yeah, Tucker, you didn't you didn't hear that? Canceled. City event, like no. many city events in major cities, are just like public spaces. Not gonna happen. Yeah. So. You nailed it. You knocked it out of the park. I, I almost voted for you. Of course, I had to vote for myself because I'm the only thing person I think that did vote for myself. Not a great week for me, but that was an excellent take. Cam, uh, what do you think? Um, so you almost voted for Dylan, and I've been saying this all throughout the show. You and Dylan are like a little pack. Me and Tucker are like a little pack, and we are just kind of the two of us are kind of against each other. We tend to agree on everything. I almost voted for Tucker's take this week. <laughs> Tucker, you were you cl- you- I go for the the ludocrity. We're gonna go ahead and call that a word. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I thought Tucker should have won this week, but I did vote for myself as well. Um, <laughs> Tucker, you were it was neck and neck. This might have been our closest wasted takes poll ever. You, I think you end up losing by two votes. Uh, any any thoughts? I mean probably rigged against me i'm sure trey runs a lot of the social media i'm sure he's pulling some strings to get these wins for his boy dylan yeah i got two all right it's fine but um (laughs) and also dylan you're the big winner because kansas did well this week didn't want not a not a i mean not a controversial pick so thank you i can't give you that much credit for it jump on the vermont Vermont, 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 win. Vermont, Vermont, Vermont. Won. yeah, they, I can't speak, they won, so, uh, I mean, that's just a win for the pod, Shout out, we're all rooting for them. Shout out Vermont, drinking switchback ale tonight, Ooh, classic. Um, so, as it, after this week, our uh, scores stand at, I'm still in the lead with four, Cam, you are back up to three, uh, Dylan and Tucker are tied at two, Tucker, he, Dylan is hot on your heels, he's coming after you. You I'm better not be scared. Lie, I'm scared. He's getting better at this. <laughs> He's figuring <laughs> two, it out. Two out of the past three. All right. So our forbidden topic this week. We've. I've been awful mean to Cam. Uh, not so much from you, Dylan. You've been mean to Cam. What? Not so much from Tucker. Yep. Um. I heard Cam told me that it's called you know, righteous anger. Cam's mother was a little upset with me for the way that I was speaking about Cam. I'd like to apologize to her. I. I, I will not apologize to Cam, but I will. Say that the forbidden topic this week is bullying Cam. If you say anything disparaging towards Cammer's takes, you have to drink. Cam, if you say anything against yourself, you have to drink. So I'm throwing you a bone here. Um, All right, so let's jump into it. Who wants to lead off Wasted Takes? I'll go. All righty, jump right in, baby. Let's go. So I I texted the group earlier, and I said this might be the greatest take of the year. This take already sucks. I'm drinking. (laughs) I like that. <laughs> Here it is. It's 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 plain. It's simple. It's good. Antonio Brown's gonna win Comeback Player of the Year Ooh, next year. Oh, wow. that is a good one. Oh, done. I didn't even think yeah, of that. I love this. That, that's I have, perfect. I have a masterful plan in my head of how he's gonna do it, but I don't think I want to bring that up. I just want to say it's not too crazy to think this. Um, wide receivers have gotten in the past. Michael Vick. One comeback oh, player of the year no. after getting out of prison for fighting dogs. That was going to be one of my questions, was that do you think the NFL would award somebody who's been so anti-NFL? But, I mean, Michael Vick, he was he was in prison, and he, and he won it. So, so I see this kind of going one of three ways. I either think he goes to Brady, and Brady 
he wherever Brady lands, Antonio Brown is going to go to him, and they're going to work it out. Um, where I see it going to the Chargers, I don't know if he fits in there. They got a lot of weapons right now, so that might not be it. Another way I see this going, Ravens. Um, Marquise Brown, little cousin, Hollywood, uh, he could play a little factor. John Harbaugh has been known to just pull strings on things and make them work. So I think that's another thing. I think he and Lamar would get along real well. And then my third option is that he just ends up with someone like the Jaguars who just need to take a chance on someone and have nothing to lose, and he just starts popping off. But Antonio Brown, comeback player of the year next year, what do you think? Uh, I think it's possible. Um, I think it would work out for him in San Fran. They've been willing to do it. I so from what I've heard, I'll, we'll get more into it later when we get into Brady Watch. But uh, I think it's possible. If you're, if you're, I'm just the thing I'm worried about is Michael Vick, him winning it. That does set a precedent for somebody with a troubled like legal history winning it. But a- Antonio Brown was so like blatantly anti NFL. Like all he did was talk badly about the league this year. He was against you know everybody coming after him. So that's where my fear would be was that the league. They're petty. I mean, they're not going to want to give it to them. So uh, that's that's what I think. Tuck? I think that anywhere Brady goes, he's going unless he goes to the Raiders. I think if Brady goes to the Raiders, I'm pretty confident they don't want him back there after how he left last time. But I think anywhere else he goes, he's going with Brady. And I think 100% he, should be, he will be the comeback player of the year. What about New England? That's what I'm talking about. What if he? What if Brady stays in New England? I don't if think he'd Brady go back to New England. Stays. No, I think we still sign him. We so, need that weapon, and I think they do it anyways. So you think that Kraft we do what's would? Needed to win. You think Kraft would put it aside and do it? I don't think he would. I think Belichick has a lot more say than people think in that organization, and I think that he could talk Kraft into it. Dylan. Um. I agree with Cam when he says uh, if he goes to some team like the Jaguars that that would be a good chance because you know he's a dominant player and a lot of times if you have if your team's trash and you have that dominant player the defense is like oh we're winning by six touchdowns this guy scores it doesn't matter and he can just rack it up so I think that can play in a factor if he goes to a team like that I don't I don't know if a team would really want him right now. Honestly, I mean, he's been such bad press that I don't know how that would fit in with the locker room. So. I'm sure he would. a team would sign him if he was cleared to play. That's the other thing I'd be worried about is that they haven't finished their investigation into all this allegations of uh, sexual misconduct and stuff like that. So if he gets suspended, I mean, for a year. What? So which one? So I, I, I do hunt. I do love the take though, Cameron. The, the hotter take is that it's a witch hunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I guess I can go next. Um, I had the pleasure of doing some field work myself this week, Cam. I know you you got on me last week for not going out and doing the work. Well, I had the pleasure of going to the Bruins Lightning game in Boston this week. Uh, shout out Chris for the tickets. It was an excellent game. Excellent game. Close game. Bruins didn't pull it out. I'll tell you what the best part of the game was. It was towards the end of the second period. There was a there was a bunch of chippy stuff going on. Chara threw some guy's stick in the air. Then he was pushing some guy. Then there was a fight. Then there was another fight. And then at the end of the period, there was three guys on the ice fighting. And then um, Corrali jumped off the bench and charged a guy. And they started fighting. My take... My ways to take is that fighting needs to be implemented in every single sport <laughs> because being at that game was – that was one of the most electric atmospheres I've ever been in. Three guys on the ice just punching the crap out of each other. I mean there's nothing better. Legalized fighting needs to be available in sports, and I've got ideas how to do it. At least in football, you take away one of the coach's challenges and you make a fight challenge. <laughs> so if it's a PI, you bring the wide receiver and the DB – you take off the helmets. You still have to you have to maintain contact with a hand, like a hockey fight. So you have to have them by the shirt, and you just start swinging. First guy to go down loses. You win the challenge. All right. <laughs> in in baseball, if you if you hit a guy, then they can initiate a chat a, a fight challenge. Say he gets to go to second instead of first. If he wins, if not, he's out. 
you go out and you fight. You dukes. He's out. Yeah. Um, and in basketball, I mean, who knows if it's a hard foul, maybe or a contested foul. Maybe you do, you don't like the foul call. Say let's fight on it right jump, now. Jump ball. No you jump balls. Just fighting each other. Yeah. And I think there's there's safe ways it can be done. Maybe in football you don't take off the helmets. You get those little sticks that the Marines use and whack each other with them in the middle of the field. All I know is watching hockey is so fantastic because there's legalized fighting. Nothing gets the crowd buzzing like two guys dropping the mitts and just popping each other in the mouth. So I think you need to legalize fighting in all sports. If you want if you, if you want your league to be more successful than it is now, you need to legalize fighting. Any thoughts? Uh, well, now, first, first I'm going to get some shit for this, but um, the one problem with it is you put basketball players or football players that are much bigger than your average hockey player, and you put those two guys fighting against each other with no pads on, someone's dying. I'm not you, saying keep your shoulder pads on. You, I can pro- You think basketball? Basketball players. Oh well, yeah, pads. no, that's true. You get punched in the face from a guy from a. Yeah, he, but he's saying I bring out those pillow pounds. pillow You're sticks and whack each other with the pillow sticks. Months. All right, let me add an amendment. That's- if there's a fight challenge, they pull out like MMA helmets. They put up, pull out those fighting helmets and they wear those. Jesus like those really weak soccer people players. People are gonna get hurt. People are gonna get way too hurt. It's not like, I like because although hockey players are very tough, they don't have the size and strength of a basketball or football player, in my opinion. You put LeBron James up against any hockey player, he would in a get his ass beaten to no, the ground so easily. No. He's such a baby, like, you can't oh, flick the wow. guy. They're like scrappy. Like they're scrappy. LeBron, LeBron would be the first one to shy away from a fight. First seven one. foot wingspan. That guy gets his ass whooped ten times out of ten. He would get I absolutely destroyed. I don't care how destroyed. many fights you've been in. It doesn't matter. You can be able to take a punch, but you're just going to get beaten to a pulp by LeBron. It doesn't have to be like pummeling him into the ground. It's the first guy that goes down or backs out loses. That's it. It's not It's not a full-fledged like street fight. It's a legalized, like a, a, a sanctioned fight. Like they have a ref there, a, a fighting expert ref. You have to <laughs> Then you have to sign guys that are good at fighting. It makes every sport more interesting. You have to have enforcers on every team. You can't just the have it in Morris hockey. Morris Brothers would be some of the most sought-after players in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. You have Marcus <laughs> Morris strat, strat, strat out there and just... Imagine, Whack him. <laughs> imagine Steve having to go up against Steven Adams. Cool. <laughs> Cam, any thoughts? Fighting? Legalized fighting? So I have I've stayed out of this to let you guys, you know, talk about what you need to talk about. I think this could work. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I think it could work, and I think there's a couple ways that you could implement it. One, I think it could start in the XFL. I think that would be electric for the league. Genius. I think if they want to be different than that the is, NFL, that is a genius. It, could, it, it could start in the XFL. Two, I think in sports like basketball, you could have goons. You could have guys on your team that are just... That's what I was just saying, yeah. Team. Yeah, so you just have guys go out there, and it, it, even if LeBron fouls Giannis, like, and it's a fight situation... They don't fight it out. The other guys fight it you out. You bring in the goons. And I like that. I like it. Goons. So you, you have a designated fighter on your team. You slap an F on the guy's shoulder. <laughs> He's the fighter. And it, maybe it's just like a one-minute round type deal, and you just got to – but something I need – I think something needs to needs to make these sports a little more violent. Let, so. me, let me paint a picture. It's game seven of the NBA Finals. There's a, a crappy foul. Everybody hates it. They initiate fight challenge. In the middle of the court, game seven, you got two guys duking it out. That's, I mean, that's porn. No, okay, so so here we go. So in hockey, the big reason why I think fighting is okay is because you're at such a disadvantage because you're on skates. I mean, that's pretty obvious compared to other sports. Blindfold them. So, yeah, this is what you do. Roller skates, center court. (laughs) (laughs) Some, some, there needs to, you're you're right in that there needs to be some sort of, uh, Something to knock them off balance. Because if it's too... Tucker does have a point. Yeah, if there's yeah. two full-grown men with solid footing swinging on each right. other, somebody's yeah, going to get I, Dude, rollerblades, I'm telling you. Or, no. like, or like build a little fighting pit off to the side where they have to like. <laughs> I don't, I don't hate the pillow idea yeah. with, the, with the stick. Yeah, like the yeah, Marines, I mean, they train. At, at halftime, they always have mats brought out there in like 10 seconds for the mascots to do front flips and like score. Just bring those things out and... Let them just go at it. Switch it into a wrestling match. Who can pin the other guy? The fight goes on for ten minutes. It'd be electric. Well, no. no, I'd rather I'd rather knockouts. 
But yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd desi- be more ideal. Designated yeah. goon. Um. All right. So that's my ways to take fighting in sports. Uh, needs to be legalized. Uh, Dylan, why don't you jump in with your? All right, that's good because I was going to talk hockey anyway. So I'm going out, not even on a limb. I'm just going to say it because it's going to be true. Bruins are going to win this year, and I'm going to say it, and I don't care if it's kind of a blah, bland take. They had an excellent game the other night against uh, Tampa Bay, and not they lost, which is fine. What I'm saying that is because last year in the finals, they lacked their like willingness to stand up for themselves. It was an absolute just hack fest by the uh, St. Louis Blues. And the whole re- I think the reason why they lost is because they weren't matching the physicality. And this past game against uh, the Lightning on Saturday, that was the exact opposite. They were chippy. They were taking the offensive when it came to like aggression. So I really like to see that out of them. And that was something that they definitely lacked last year. So if it comes down to another situation like that, I think they have way better of a chance um, in the playoffs this year because they are willing to do that. So I could probably speak on this the most because I think I don't know how much Tucker follows the Bruins. I think Cam doesn't at all. But um, they look really good lately. They look like a wagon. Uh, I like the addition of guys like Richie, who is a uh, just a brawler. I yeah, mean, that, he fought. Perfect, uh, he fought. Fit. He fought somebody in, on the Panthers the other night, and he absolutely dismembered him. Popped him right in the jaw. Put him on the ice. He was all over the ice the other night, hitting guys. Um, he was starting fights. Uh, I like to, ha- to have that physicality. Um, my concern is the fatigue, which I think is going to come because they've played more. They've played out of you know how many thirty-one teams. They've played more hockey than twenty-nine. They played into Game Seven in the Stanley Cup Finals. I was saying the other night that this is the hardest sport to win a championship in hockey. It, there, I, I think there's no question that you have to grind it out every night. This is a fi- very physical sport, very taxing sport on the body. I think that the fatigue's going to set set in. You have in baseball, you have 162 games, but how much are you moving during the game? In football, you only have 16 games. It's the most physical, but you only have 16 games. In uh, basketball, it's not physical. It's a, it's a lot of running, but it's not guys hitting you unless you're, you know, really, I guess, a big post guy. Maybe then you take some stress on the body. But I think that hockey is the most difficult because it's the most, it's the hardest to to play. I think the, the most uh, physically taxing to play is what I would say. Tucker. Now, Dale, let me tell you something. This is a despicable waste of take. Not because I disagree. I do agree. But it's a straight pander pick. Oh, we have a, a bunch of Boston pick? sports fans here. And oh, so you okay. He's not pick. wrong. Okay. You decide to I, I already said it was a bland take. I'm not, I wasn't trying to That's win from the beginning. But I'll take the win if you think I'm going to get it. And now you're just going for it. You're losing all <laughs> credibility to win this Waste of Takes competition. And I'm disgusted by it. Tucker, you're, you're neck and neck with him, so you have serious beef with this. I'm just trying yeah, to throw it out to the people. They can make their own choice. I'm just saying I think my, it's a good, good take. Bruins are going to be good. The Patriots will be good this year. I'm saying they're going to win. <laughs> and uh, I gave a legitimate reason. Any any thoughts on the actual reasoning behind the take, Sucker? Or I didn't just. I, I mean, the reasoning's solid, but it's just a despicable take. He's just trying to get more. He's trying to add up the W's, and he loses all credibility in the process. No credibility. Uh, <laughs> Cam, any thoughts? Yeah, that was my exact initial thought as well. Uh, <laughs> you guys. Not only is this – that, just wait. Not only is this it's, – it's just like a bland like, – I already said that. Yeah, they're going to win. I started I off with is. that. I know it is. I know it is. But it's also bland, and it's it's targeting our audience, which I still don't think this will take a win. I think we're getting to the point where our audience wants more from us. I think this is going to be a tough win week to win it anyway. So I'm fine with that. You take your L. Um, Bruins are going to lose, and I'll even counter it and say the Rangers, who aren't even expected to make the playoffs, will still go further than them this year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Might mark that down for the losers column in a couple months. Yeah. Mark it down. Uh, 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 all right. Uh, I mean, bit of a pander pick, maybe, I mean, but I, I mean, there's basis behind it. They're they're a wagon. The boys are buzzing. Uh, Tucker, waste to take. Okay, so Trey, you're not gonna like this waste to take yet again, but um, 
my way to take of the week is that Tom Brady is not the most important free agent for the Patriots to sign this year. The most important free agents for them to sign this year are Tooney and Karras. In terms of the future of this organization, Tom Brady's a part of a role in this team for one to two more years. These guys shape the future of this team. They're blocking our next franchise quarterback. We need to keep them. Those two guys combined to only let up two sacks. About to end this man's whole career. Having a 43-year-old Tom Brady on the team is not as important as having a strong offensive line for the future. Okay. I'll shock you here and I'll say that Tooney would be more important. Karras, no. He's a backup. Karras, no. He's a backup lineman. But he had a good year and if Andrew can't come back, which I don't know yet, um, then I'd say he's still a strong person to get. But Tooney's one of the best guards in the NFL. And he's not staying in New England. His his offer is is I I was listening on the radio I forget what they said but it's like one of the highest they're they're talking about some of the highest offers for a lineman like ever his his offers are crazy he's not coming back I love Joe Tooney and I do think that it's probably more important to lock him down for a long term than it is for Brady but let me say this quarterback's the most important position in sports if you don't have a good quarterback you don't have anything you don't have a team look at all these talented teams that can't seem to figure out their quarterback situation look at the Cowboys. And the Cowboys, Dak's been okay, and they can't win anything. He's not even been bad. You need to have I that agree, elite. But I don't think Tom Brady's a top ten quarterback right now. He's he's better than most quarterbacks in the league. He's probably, he really is. Probably better than what we're gonna have. He had. Next no, year. I will say again, he had no offensive line. He had no running game. He had no receivers. How like how good is anybody supposed to be? God couldn't quarterback I that team. With no running game, I think his running game, his running backs. What? Were his running I don't backs think they were terrible this year. Yes, they were. They couldn't run the ball at all. I'll, I'll find yeah, you Sony Michelle's numbers. They were they were terrible. They had literally no running game. They could they didn't rush for like over a hundred yards in like any of their games. I feel like maybe a hundred, but not not enough to win games where where you have when you when you have receivers go down when you have Brown out when you have Nikhil Harry go down when you cut. Josh Gordon, when you lose all these guys, you need to have a running game to pick up the slack. And they literally had nothing. They had no running game. Like, I, I don't know where, where you're thinking they're having a running game from. I, and it's it all comes back to the offensive line. So you're right that they do need to sign Tooney. That, that should be the priority. But I just don't think they're going to be able to, one. And I think, you know what I'm ready to say? He's, he's not as important as Brady because you need that elite quarterback. You need that talent there. Wait, he's not an elite quarterback anymore. He is. He still is. He's not. Then why is he getting $60 million offers from several teams in the league? People still think I he can play. I don't know. But from historically dumb franchises. He was... While the Raiders want to overpay for a quarterback. Dude, they're talking about benching Jimmy and bringing in Brady. Like, people still think he can play. Wild take, and I would happily take Jimmy G. I take Jimmy G with a smile <laughs> on my face. There's, okay, I'm we can get into time. that later. We can get that that later. But I'm just saying that... He still can play. He was he had good balls this year. He had no time to throw. He had no one to throw to, and he had no one to take the pressure off. All right, we'll talk about it later. All right. Okay. What do you guys think? Do you think it's more important to sign a lineman than the greatest quarterback of all time? Uh, you probably should get a guy to then have to block. So probably quarterbacks first on my list. <laughs> Whether Brady's that guy, who's to say? I think that. Regardless of of the situation, the Patriots are in a very, very tough spot here because they're go- they're going to choose Brady over this guy. I don't even know who he is, to be honest with you. They're going to choose Brady over him every time. They're the most he's the most important guy. But in the process, they might not even get him, and then they lose the lineman. And that's probably what I'm going to see. And then you guys are going to be in a lot of trouble. And like I said in previous episodes, the Patriots organization is done with, the franchise is over, and you guys aren't going to win another Super Bowl for 84 years. So, Tucker, when you think of the good running game, who are the running backs you think about? Uh, James White would probably be the top one. Just okay. Just two-way back. All right. So his, his uh, stats this year were 67 in rushing attempts, 263 yards, four yards per attempt with one touchdown. That's not good. They didn't utilize him, but four yards for attempt is okay. Then let's go to let's go to the main back. 
Sony Michelle, 247 attempts, 912 yards, 3.7 average, seven touchdowns. Oh, I called that, by the way. Yeah, you did. His previous year, he rushed 40 less times, and he had 20 more yards and one less touchdown. He had a 4.5 average. That's when their line was the best. The line is where it all starts. It's not on Brady. It's not on these running backs. I think Sony Michelle's a talented running back. I'm happy with him. I know there's a lot of Sony Michelle hate in, in New England, but it's it comes down to the line. You had David Andrews go down. He's the most important lineman, I think. Uh, you had uh, Isaiah Wynn was out for a while. You had Marshall Newhouse in there, who is a absolute trash can. Terrible. Worst Patriot Marshall ever. Marshall awful. Worst Patriot ever. But I don't so even I, know I, football, and that guy was bad. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going back and forth on this take, because I, I do agree with you that Tooney is a stud, and if they can keep him, they should. I just don't think they're going to be able to. But I also don't think that that's more important than having a franchise quarterback who knows your system, who is who can still play. I, I, I know you don't think he can. He threw some beauties this year. He just didn't have any help. So that's, I mean, it's a tough one. I, I see where you're coming from, but I just, I'm struggling with this one. So, um, all right. So that's wasted takes. Uh, let's jump into some segments. Going right off that, we can jump into Brady Watch. I'm down to 10%, boys. I was at 20 last week. I'm down to 10%. Um, there was a lot of talk. There was some reports um, that Brady and Belichick had a phone call. Did not go well. Apparently, Bill was a big meanie to him. Acted like he was still his property. Um, his rights were still under the Patriots, which they won't be in a week. Um, and Brady wasn't happy with that. There was also a report that um, 0% chance he comes back to New England. His number one team, San Francisco. His number two uh, is Tennessee. Number three is the Chargers. Number four is the Dolphins. L.A. is reportedly out. Because he wants to play with Brown, or not LA, excuse me, Las, Las Vegas is reportedly out because he wants to play with Brown and they will not re-sign Brown. They're standing hard on that. This is all coming from who knows where, probably Brady's agent trying to drum up some press. But um, so it's looking like he's not going to be here. I'm dealing with it, like I've said. But there's an, also an interesting fold to this. There was talk of a Brady-Garoppolo trade. So a sign-and-trade, essentially. You sign Brady, you trade him for Garoppolo. I wouldn't hate that. You got a guy that knows the system. He's a talented quarterback. He's only lost a handful of games in his career. If somebody's got to come in and replace him, I'll take Jimmy G. And I know he's got the clutch issue people are worried about, but I really don't think it's a big problem. It was his first time under the lights. Like, give him a break. Not everybody's Brady. Um, But... (laughs) It just looks like Brady's gone, man. And I'm just going to say right now, I'll speak to him directly. Please stay. Please. All right. Dylan, what do you think? You've been the optimist here, so tell me how I'm wrong and he's going to stay. I'm going to be not the optimist here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't – Brady, I don't – every day goes by and you're like, it's not looking good. So, But the real victim right here right now about this trade talk is Jimmy G. He cannot get – Away from Brady's shadow, it's unbelievable. He was good and was the best, probably, backup QB in the league when he wasn't even playing, and everybody knew, like, that guy's going to be pretty good. He goes to San Francisco his second year there, brings him to the Super Bowl, and they lose, and now it's like, all right, we're just going to go back to Brady. It's stupid. Brady. It's they a, shouldn't do it's it. It's most re- like, why would you do that? That might be the stupidest thing. They the shouldn't do it, do. but if they do, I'll be I'll be happy. I would be, as a Patriots fan, I'd be ecstatic to have Garoppolo back. Then that means we won the whole thing. We Tuck- got rid of him and got him back, won a couple of Super Bowls, and, and then he comes back again. Yeah. yeah. That uh, would be beautiful. Tucker, you were starting to get into this, and when I cut you off before, because I wanted to talk about it in this segment, what do you think about the Garoppolo rumors and the, pro- the probability that Brady is no longer a New, New England Patriot? Well, Dylan, I'm going to start off with this, that you're not an optimist about this. I'm an optimist about this because I'm excited for a new quarterback in New England. I'm excited for the future of this team. If it's Jimmy Garoppolo... You should be hung in a public square for speaking those words. I say you fire Kyle Shanahan on the spot if he makes that trade. That'd be one of the dumbest... He's not the GM. It's uh, that Hall of Fame guy. Uh, What the hell is his name? John Lynch, yeah. Well, John Lynch... if you're talking about being hung in a public square, John Lynch should be lynched for this. I mean, it would be for if that a, ever happened. It would be for a ton of picks. Like they were saying, like two fourths this year, a second and a first next year, a ton of picks. 
And then it doesn't you still matter. I mean, a franchise quarterback is a fra- isn't something you just trade for picks. But but he might not have the clutch gene. He missed Emmanuel Sanders wide open in the Super Bowl. It was it was not an easy pass. He missed that one pass. I'll give it to you. But I mean, it wasn't like he was taking an easy pass. They don't trust him. He only threw it eight yards, and he missed by a yard on it. Overthrew it by a yard. He like, only threw it eight times in the NFC Championship. They don't trust him. Trey, don't use my own words against me. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're going to make this trade, it would just be awful for your franchise. I don't. Tom Brady might. I'm not even sure Tom Brady gives you an edge over Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback the next year. Yeah, I, I, so if as it a is, team trying to win right now. So you're giving up on right now when you have all the pieces for a run. Well, no, they're saying they're not. They're going for it. it would, the 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 logic would be we're going for it right now. We've got a guy who that we think. Uh, I'll, uh, let's pretend that Brady is still a good quarterback for a second, like he is. <laughs> you say okay, you got a top t- a top five quarterback in the league, top ten, top five quarterback in the league who's clutch, who's shown that he can still be clutch, who can make these plays. We have a great team around him. We bring in him. We bring in A. B. We, you know, we let Jimmy walk because he's not going to want to back him up. He'll, he'll, he won't resign with you. He'll, he'll probably ask out of his contract. Um, but you, if you trade him, you bring in Brady, you, you go for it now. You win one, maybe two in the next two years. They're already the NFC favorites. I totally agree they shouldn't do it. But uh, I mean, they're so they're the logic is they're trying to win now. They if they try to if they say we're going to try to win now with the greatest quarterback of all time, the hometown kid. I mean, that's. I think that's where their logic is. Cam, you want to jump in? I think the 49ers. Uh, sorry, Tucker. What? I think the 49ers are winning this trade. If they trade Garoppolo for Brady. Is it the Antonio Brown? Is that the reason why? This is why. Right now, the 49ers are in the perfect position. They can trade Garoppolo, who is not it. They know that more than anybody. Garoppolo is not going to do it. He's a winner, but he's not a clutch. At the end of the day, Mahomes is always going to be better. So you get rid of Garoppolo, you get Brady, you get a bunch of picks with Brady, you take a chance on Antonio Brown, the future comeback player of the year. (laughs) They already have a relationship. They got two to three running backs coming back and actually filthy. They got Emmanuel Sanders. They got all these picks, and what can they do with picks? They can trade away picks. And they can go out and get Trevor Lawrence next year. <laughs> yeah. I don't think teams often trade for the number one pick in the draft. Well, you never know what's going to happen next year. What if trading up from like 24 to 1 would be pretty tough? Okay, but what if a team that doesn't need a quarterback it ends up getting the number one seed next year or the number one pick? Yeah. Tough. Say the Redskins. Say they draft two of this year. And Haskins turns out to be a stinker. They bring in two a week twelve. It's already too late. Breaks his leg. Yeah, and then they need they don't so they have two guys that they just drafted in the past two years and they're looking elsewhere. I can see I'm I've been on Chargers wave for Brady for a long time, and I'm I'm closing in on like a fifty fifty Chargers Niners now. People it's, are saying uh, it's possible. And and the the, the trade aspect is 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 kind of the Footnote here because he might just go there in free agency, and and that would be yeah. bananas to just see Garoppolo have to have to take it and sit behind him. I don't know how that would work out. He he would be he would be upset, I imagine. But uh, well, I've also I've also heard a little bit about Rivers maybe to the Patriots. And so I said this a couple weeks ago, and it was shot down. So I don't know if I I don't know if I disagree with that completely because if they don't get Brady. They they might need a veteran guy to just warm somebody up in the background for a while. That's and what I'm saying. Tank for tank, tank for Trevor at that point. Bring in a, yeah. a crappy veteran who can at least just rally the team and you know not die out there and get Trevor Lawrence the next year. Um, little extra Brady news we just found out today. He's opening a movie studio in Hollywood, so that that buys a little more credence to the Chargers, who I still have as the favorite. Um, but, I mean, it's just all bad. It's everything that I hear is bad. I haven't heard one good thing. The only good thing I see is is Edelman trying to trying to get him back with those T-shirts he's making. But I mean, 
He doesn't care about that. Those are all going to Africa once he leaves. Yeah, it's I, I refuse <laughs> to buy one because I don't want to buy one, have it get here the day that he signs somewhere else. Um, but, I mean, wearing this 12 shirt right now, I'm wearing it for episode 12, but I'm also wearing it because we might not have much time left with this nice little jersey that I got on here. So I give it, I give it really like a three-week deadline. Yeah, it's not good, and I really don't think he's coming back. Like I said, I'm still holding out 10% hope. But uh, in nine out of the ten alternate dimensions where this happens, he's going somewhere else. So that's Brady Watch. We'll keep you updated when we know. But, God, I don't want – the week after he signs, I'm not going to want to do this. I might take my, my skip day and just not do it because I don't want to be <laughs> no in here. skip day. You won't lose a point. Yeah, I won't lose a point, so it's all good. Um, good. All right, Dylan, we'll get into a topic you wanted to talk about because spring training is uh, underway. It's, it's full, full-fledged right now. And one of the best things that baseball is doing is miking up guys. Now, my favorite thing in the NFL is to watch the mic'd up videos. They're always electric. Uh, some of the best videos on YouTube are the NHL uh, mic'd up where they're chirping each other. Best chirps in sports in the NHL. If you guys haven't watched those, go out and watch those. But um, baseball, it's, it's pretty cool watching them at bat with the mics. What, yeah, what's your it, it, thoughts it, on it? It's cool to get kind of inside the heads of a hitter kind of while, while they're hitting. So um, I know they were kind of like taking it as a joke and it's spring training. Um, but they, it, it's it's cool to you know uh, pay attention to the at bat and kind of what they're thinking and I don't know it was just funny plus they were hilarious just on the mic ripping into the Astros with Rizzo and uh, just like making fun of themselves while they were hitting like oh, that was a terrible swing or something like that I don't, it's just funny so it, it's good to get it like into the minds of the players and you don't really see that in baseball ever so uh, that was it's exciting just another thing baseball needs to do to make themselves more popular again is bringing mics into everyday play <laughs> why I mean why not uh, guys your opinions on it um, I I like the mics I like the like a one-way mic better than a both-way mic I, I agree with that. oh yeah yeah but that and that's spring training. training it's fine right so I have a new new not favorite. Yeah, I got a new favorite player, and his name's Freddie Freeman. New, I tell you, I love Freddie Freeman, and that dude, video with dude. him made me like him so much more. He's talking to Chipper Jones just back and forth as pitches are coming. Yeah, like, and, and then and he, he got walked. He went through a whole full count and got walked. I'm like, how do you focus on not? And, and, and exactly, just, it's exciting. <laughs> Maybe it helps and takes their mind off it. Freddie Freeman doesn't pop out. People forget that. Fred, well, uh, when he was on when he was on first base, did you see the whole? Did you watch the whole video? I haven't seen it. No. When he was on first base after the walk, the guy who was up next, there was, it was against the Red Sox. The guy who was up next hit a like a pop up straightaway kind of oh, center, a kind of leader. He 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 goes watch this. It's windy. It's two. It's he was it was three two. So he was stealing on the pitch on first. It was two outs. And he's like, watch this, it's windy, and he rounds the entire bases and scores because he's like, they're not going to catch it. It was, uh, it was just great. It was fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, I saw the Rizzo one where he he crushed one in the gap and he's, he's I'm gonna go two here, and then and then he gets halfway there and he realizes two's like, no, no, never mind, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm I'm liking Yankees Braves. I'm liking Yankees Braves. Braves. Braves are my second favorite team. Have been for a long time. Boston Braves, baby. Um, I'll tell you what, the Yankees are are in a tough spot right now. A lot of injuries. I had them as my World Series favorite, but Severino done. Giancarlo Stanton's hurt. Judge is hurt. I mean. It's not looking great. Uh, Tucker, your thoughts on the mic'd up and other baseball thoughts? I've only seen a couple of the mic'd up videos this year. I saw the Chris Bryant one, which I loved. I feel like he's one of the most likable people in sports, honestly. Um, but, I mean, I think it makes the sport more entertaining. It makes you want to watch. Like I'm probably going to watch like a highlight reel of the mic'd up videos. I think they're always fun to watch, so... I'm excited about them. They need to bring it into all sports. Yeah. And they need to have it more in the NBA. There's big calls on Twitter for, for it to be a full-time thing in the MLB. Just have like – you can even do what the NFL Productions does where they just – they don't – you know, they don't broadcast it during the game, but they put out a weekly wrap-up of the best mic'd up sound, sound bites. The NHL does it too. I th- they need to go full XFL with it and just like interview people after things. It's like guy strikes out with the bases loaded, have an interview with them in the dugout for 30 seconds, just be like – Wow, so whiffed up there, didn't you? I mean, <laughs> I, I mean that the XFL is setting the standard right now for for coverage. Um, but I think I was watching behind the B, the Bruins like behind the scenes stuff that they do every month or so, and it's always awesome to watch. If you're a sports junkie like any of us, 
to have those mic'd up moments and just to get to your insight into what it's like to be a professional athlete is pretty, pretty damn cool. So yeah, it's a, it's a great, great thing for the sport. I think they need to make it during the regular season. Uh, let's jump into a little bit of uh, March Madness NBA basketball talk. Like I said, UNC and Maryland took the L this week. ETSU, Kansas, W's, Vermont, W. Uh, what do we think? You still, you still sticking with that ACC take, Tuck? I'm absolutely st- sticking with the ACC take. It's going to happen. Just wait. And uh, just a little update on another um, at-large bid possibility. Northeastern's up 20. 20- 15 to 30 in the conference semifinals right now. They won't do so, anything uh, if they get in. What? They won't do anything if they get in. Who do we'll they play? see. We'll see. Um, they're playing fun. Elon right now and then Hofstra. Oh, uh, Hofstra's going to work them. Hofstra's an absolute wagon. But no, they beat Hofstra earlier this year. Yeah, well. Jordan Rowland, the sixth highest scorer in the NCAA. Well, when you're playing trash can teams in that conference, no, that sense. this dude is shooting like 43 percent from three point range yeah, against high school teams. <laughs> Cam, how's dude, FSU doing? How you feeling? How you feeling about your your chances here for your school? Uh, feeling confident? I'm feeling good about FSU. Um, they just beat BC at home last week. It was their last home game. I think they have clinched the double bye in the ACC tournament. I think they get. Um, two weeks off, so don't quote me there, but that would be nice. Um, they're projected a two seed right now in the tournament. I haven't looked at bracketology in a little bit. I can check that out. Uh, depending on the, who they play, I think they got a good shot. They're, they're very good at home, so if they get something like a ta- Tampa matchup, get a lot of the fans there, I think they got a good shot. If this is, if it was any year, it's, uh, it's this one, I think. You know, they've made it Sweet 16, Elite 8 the past couple. And um, it's just it's their time to shine. they got a very balanced team. they got a star in MJ Walker and then a couple of guys helping them out around them. So I like our odds. Let me give you a situational. ACC Championship, FSU versus UNC. What are you thinking during that game? Um, I'm thinking that would be, that'd be a great matchup for me. Because, one... To make it to the championship in the ACC alone is just awesome. So we're already locking in at least a two seed there just making it. And then to play UNC, say UNC wins, that's pretty cool. They get a bid, and me and Tucker all over that. Everybody's right in that situation. But then also we get to play UNC, who's not you know very good. So, I, I mean, I like it either way. I'll take it. Also, update. We are number one in the ACC right now, 16-4. and four. Uh, Dill, any thoughts on college basketball? I didn't watch uh, Kansas play. You said they won, but go Kansas, baby. Yeah, no, I don't really have too many thoughts. Like I said, I don't really pay attention until the tournament starts. So uh, it'll be exciting. It's getting closer, getting closer. Um, so, Tucker, let's talk about spring break a little bit. You were on spring break. There was some sports activities going on. I saw some Oklahoma drills down there, and I saw you not getting involved. Explain yourself. I absolutely could not get involved. Everyone that was doing it was about six inches taller than me, and I saw one poor soul, guy about five nines, like I'll go, I'll go, walks into it. FAU lineman lines up across from him, <laughs> and the kid immediately tried to get out of the circle, and no one would let him. They made him sit there, and the guy picked him up and pile drove him into the ground. I set, felt wait, bad set, the set the scene, set the scene for the audience here. Oh, it was beautiful. I mean, huge circle. Everyone's getting after it, and this poor guy just walked, like, just like didn't know who he was facing, walked in alone, and thinking he's gonna like go against one of his buddies. And as soon as the football player saw him, the guy immediately jumped in the circle and just <laughs> buried the kid. It was, gotta, it was mean. Got to turn into a show pony was for this the a, honeys. Was this on the beach? Oh yeah. On the beach. I, I love seeing the girls get after it, too. Of, that's always, the that's, girls got after it more than the guys. When the girls did it, like, they keep going, like, for an extra, like, 20 seconds, just, like, like they, they got, went into the water. Gotta get that anger out. <laughs> I love to see it. It was nuts. So, uh, Cam, you got some spring break plans, do you not? I do. Very excited. Where are you, where are you so, supposed to be going? Miami? Yeah, heading down to Miami. Um, gonna go down there for a few days. Hopefully, I will see some of the same action. I would love to get in on some Oklahoma drills. Haven't done it 
since the Bucky's parking lot. If you remember that one, Trey. <laughs> that was a great one. Cam actually murdered an old football coach. Put him right into the crowd. Oh. Guy was drunk as a skunk. He goes, Cam, Oklahoma drill. Cam goes, yeah. Jumps down. Almost killed the guy. How old is I this man? He's dead. Probably forty-five. Yeah, he's he's close to fifty. Right. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's a football guy, so he he respected. He, loved it. he got he loved right. It. No, he popped right up. Was clapping. He's like, let's go. But uh, so you were you had plans to go to Ultra, did you not? Now uh, that's that's never no more. No, no, no. I wasn't gonna go to Ultra. Um, I was gonna hit up Miami Music Week, which is you know Ultra's part of Miami Music Week. But the whole time there's pool parties and stuff going on. There's DJs playing, you know, rooftop hotels. So I might still check out some of those. I don't think all those are canceled. Ultra, yes, but um, I'm just trying to hang out with the fellas, go to the beach maybe a couple of days, go out. Um, have a good time, stay safe, stay, uh, stay un- uninfected. Actually, is that it? Yeah? I don't know. I don't know English. Okay. Tucker? Uh, one nuts thing about my break. I was just, last night I was at a bar. I had flight at 7 a.m. the next morning, and I noticed a bunch of people were inside. I mean, this bar was like half indoors, half outdoors, and usually most people were outside. And, um... I was just confused why so many people inside. I see the DJ. Dude is gigantic. I'm talking like over seven feet. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. And then I see the name Diesel and I see the dunking um, icon next to his name. Shaquille O'Neal was randomly DJing the bar I was at. It was absolutely wild. I mean, the fact you didn't realize that until (laughs) that late in the night just is – it says something about you. Took me an hour and a half to do it. That guy is wild. DJ Diesel. I mean, if he didn't play that new Uzi, then he's trash. That's all I have to say because that album is fire. Haven't heard it. He could have played it, could not have. I didn't. I can tell you there was nothing noticeable about it. Oh my god, such a good album. You know nothing (laughs) about music. Um, But uh, based off what Cam's saying, the Corona fears. We can talk a little more Corona this week because it's a hot topic in the streets. They're talking about playing NBA games and like NHL games and and all the mad ma- major sports with no crowds. Um, they've already banned the press, so this is starting to get serious here. They banned the press. They banned the press from going into the oh, uh, locker lim- room. Limited locker room access. Yeah, they they don't want people mingling and sporting events are places where you're piling in and it's just making Dylan's take about the Olympics look stronger and stronger. Um, so. Okay, uh, we can part do this part. We'll have two last rounds this week. How's that sound? Because Tucker brought up a good last round. So how much would you have to get paid to take the coronavirus? Uh, to take it? To get it. So you get the coronavirus. You know you're getting it. And there, and but somebody says, okay, you're gonna get corona. I'll give you this money. To All right. Get it. So this is how this works. They give me money regardless of how much money they are. They give me. I get paid time off, and then I tell my business that I have the coronavirus, and then I get two weeks paid time off. So, so you're taking zero zero dollars. Yeah, I'm just gonna get money regardless for not working. So. But you have an opportunity to get money, so you're I mean, a bad I, business. I, I mean, I'll take it. But well, how I much? Might, whatever, a dollar. I don't, right. I'll get. Well, <laughs> you're a bad businessman. Here's what I'll say. I'll say three hundred dollars. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't mind having it because I'm a pretty healthy person. I'm young. I, I'll live through it. Like Tucker said, I can just sit and play video games for two weeks. Exactly. And, I'll and be, get paid. It'll be a no great vacation. Well, I don't know if I get paid. I haven't started my job yet. Oh, you but, got three hundred dollars. But three hundred dollars. I was gonna say two hundred, but I took three just in case I need like people to go out and give me food or like I have to pay for like that kind of stuff. So two hundred dollars, but a hundred dollars stipend for like the week amenities for the week. So I take. I'd say three hundred. Cam, what about you? I would take um, an initial payment of $100, and then for each day that I have symptoms, it's another 20 until I don't have it anymore. I would take it as kind of a, you know, as long as I have it, you need to pay me type. That doesn't seem fair. That seems like it's against the rules. It shouldn't be some. You'll allow it? All right, Tucker, it's your game, so you you can allow it. All right. So (laughs) let's say it's two weeks. Two times two or twenty bucks times fourteen days plus a hundred another three hundred forty bucks three fifty three hundred same thing. <laughs> okay, so, all right, good. all right. Math. Tucker, what about you? Okay, now let me tell you guys, you're terrible businessmen because I'm taking zero dollars to get it and I'm a hitman for hire. 
Hear me out. And then you went through it. You went through it. Now I know why you suggested this. Guess what? Guess what? I'm getting their grandma the coronavirus. She's dead. Jesus Christ. I can get paid millions of dollars for this. It's the perfect crime. It's the perfect crime. But knowingly. You get away with anything. You get convicted for negligence. No one will ever find out (laughs) that I was in the same mall that their grandma was at. Boom. If you knowingly have it then you're not allowed to give it to other people that's against the law. It's called well, I wouldn't tell anyone that I had it. I'd pretend just like I had no idea. Well, I just told everyone. Play the fifth <laughs> okay, and you're no good. Not enough people listen to this. I played <laughs> <laughs> But it's the perfect crime. You could make so much money if you got found the right terrible people. All right. So as How a about? podcast, we're a total of what? Seven hundred dollars for us to get it. Pretty cheap. <laughs> Coronavirus should sponsor uh, us. Seven hundred one. Seven hundred one dollars. I'm making millions. You guys are taking three hundred dollars. You, you are. Nobody's paying you to kill deal. somebody's grandmother. That's. I mean. That, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's get into our real last round. So like I said, I got to go to um, the Bruins game. It was one of the most electric atmospheres I've been in in sports, just because of how it was like a playoff atmosphere. Um, and I just wanted to to power rank real quick the sporting events. Like, what is the best sporting event to go to? So I'll say I'll do mine. I'll go number one baseball. The reason I have number one baseball is because it's not an action-packed sport. You can go as a social event. You can talk to your friends. You can talk to your family. It's usually a nice, beautiful summer day. Sit down, have a few brews, relax. That's my number one because it's just it's nice and relaxing. My number two is NHL um, just because of the, 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 the electric atmosphere that comes with it, the fighting. the, the It's a low-scoring game usually, so every shot can really matter. Uh, number three is NFL. Uh, the reason I don't have it number two or number one is because it's such a good TV sport. So nice to watch it on TV, and it's it's a little more difficult to watch when you're there, and um, especially with weather conditions in the fall. You never know in New England it can be freezing cold, but if you're down south, it can be blazing hot. And my number four is NBA, just because I'm not a huge basketball fan, and it seems like I know I went to a I went to a Celtics game. It was a lot of fun, but it's like you can kind of it, it's also very fast paced, and you have to pay attention, or you're gonna miss stuff and. I don't know. So that's my that's my top four. Cam, I'll let you jump in with yours. You're going to be shocked. I have the same exact top four. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, number one, I thought about this for a while, and I'm like, yeah, NFL, NBA. And I'm like, no. Yeah, those are my favorite sports in order. Like, NFL is my favorite sport. But when you're actually at the game and you're at an NFL game, it's so big, and the field is so far away unless you get really good seats. And you're, like you said, just sitting at home on the couch, eating wings, drinking beer for a football game. So number one, baseball, like you said, it's very, you know, you can have a beer, you can socialize, you can eat peanuts and Cracker Jacks. It's a good time. Um, NHL, I love, I don't follow the NHL, but I went to an AHL game oh, over electric. winter break, and it was awesome. Oh, it was, so it was action-packed. People getting slammed up against the board. Fights happening. The fans are rowdy, rowdy, very drunk, intoxicated, inebriated. All the words, especially at NFL games. NFL because, I mean, NBA just is worse than the NFL. And you get the tailgating aspect with the the NFL too. So that's that's a big part of it. Yeah, and I just like football a lot more. And it's the same thing, just a different sport. Like you're you're far away, and you're you know. So yeah, that's me. Uh, Del? I'm going to do a little switcheroo on you here because I'm going to do NHL first and baseball second purely because it's so goddamn hot at baseball games. Like, I burn the tops of my knees because of my shorts right up. Do you remember when I went to that game with you yeah. and I literally had lobster red knees yeah, well, and every, white every, cream thighs? Every time I go to, to a Sox game, that happens. Those seats are so tiny. I don't know. Hockey is just more comfortable. It's not so hot. So it's and it's exciting, it's entertaining. I mean, baseball is still fun and exciting. Like it's cool to watch the game and get into the like mindsets of everything, and that's fun. After that, though, I've never been to an NBA game, never been to an NFL game. Which would you rather go to? I'd probably go to an NFL game. All right, before, that's your number three. But I have gone to an MLS game. I will say this: soccer's not great, but <laughs> boo, but. Boo. 
but the game no. was pretty exciting, and I had it's fun. It's not so. exciting. It's guys dribbling in the middle of the field for it was two at, hours it and was, 15 it was, minutes. It was also at Yankee Stadium, so I got the baseball and aspect. And then it probably so. ended a tie-up, yeah. Gryffindor. It promptly ends in a tie. I th- no, uh, NYFC won, so it was fun. Oh, my God. One no. nothing. I couldn't. I couldn't. I w- you couldn't pay me to go to an MLS game. They're cheap, so I'd, I'd maybe go to a World Cup game just because that's probably more electric atmosphere. But you couldn't pay me. To well, go I, to I an have MLS nothing game. else to to go up to like go against. You, you need to I've get. You need to get your resume up. You got to start doing a little more field reporting. Maybe so Overwatch League. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, Tucker, your your power rankings. Wait, Trey. Right. Would you rather yeah. go to an MLS game or get Corona? Get Corona. A hundred times out of a hundred. Corona sounds like... I would love to get Corona. I actually would take Corona if I had the option of getting it versus not getting it. <laughs> All right. Your power ranking, Tucker. All right. So um, I'm going to go number one. I'm agreeing with the two with MLB. It's definitely the best out of all of them. I mean, it's just... Wow, the, the, the baseball player not baseball going MLB number one. Better than the atmosphere of anywhere else. That, I mean, and that is then, true. The atmosphere is fantastic. And then number two for me is going to be the NBA. Honestly, I would never pay for tickets for an NBA <laughs> NFL or NHL game. <laughs> if you had to pay, which one would be I, most money worth spent? You know what I mean? NBA, just because it's the easiest for me to do. Okay. And I enjoy the sport. Number three for me is NHL. Just because I hate going, I think NFL games are the most overrated sporting events. You spend about seven hundred dollars, five hundred dollars if you want decent seats. Well, for and, Patriots, and then on top of that, yeah, for Patriots, obviously. Then top of that, fifty dollars parking, just so that you can watch a game with a way worse view than if you were just sitting on your couch. I think that's a fair point. All right, well, that wraps it up, boys. I think week twelve. Um, Thanks for getting wasted with us. Check us out on our socials. Uh, check out uh, Lunch Table Productions, as always. Uh, they're, they've been big supporters. Um, all right. See you guys next week. See ya. Later.